Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. This video is sponsored by Blackology Coffee Company. Hey everybody, my name is Angela. On this week's episode of Honey and Hustle, I'm here with Garrett Daly of Paradigm, and I'm really interested in letting you guys talk to him. Paradigm is a super interesting startup here in the Triangle, and I can't wait for you to learn all about Garrett and Paradigm and what they have to offer. Hey Garrett, how's it going? How's it going? Happy to be here. Yeah, so can you tell me a little bit more about your background here in Raleigh with business and how you came to be with Paradigm? Yeah, so uh, I actually went to school in Raleigh for a little while. Uh, wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, I went to school for business management at Poole at State, uh, but really wasn't doing it for me. So we, uh, I dropped out and we started a valley waste company called Freedom Way Waste Valley in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which we ran for about a year. That was my first experience doing uh, COO stuff. So uh, really structuring a lot of how everything was going to run. And it was unfortunate because we really, uh, we ended up doing a lot more of the structuring than the running. But uh, so we did that for a year. I kind of, kind of got burned out. Uh, a lot of that was effectively because we were pitching, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollar year contracts. So it was kind of like the gamble, like, hey, if we get one, we'll be all right, you know. Uh, so after that, we went west to Colorado. Um, worked at Microchip Technologies for a year. That was kind of a Kind of a weird place to work. I didn't know that microchips have furnaces that they go in, but that was what I ended up involved with. Uh, and then eventually I ended up going from there to Tesla. I was at Tesla for a year and a half. And I had been gone three years at this point from Raleigh. And the first time I came back was April of last year, where uh, I went to college with Sonny, who is the principal. And I think within five minutes of me being in town and us getting lunch, we talked about a project that we wanted to work on called Nova, which uh, we can talk about as well at some point, but uh, I decided that I was moving back immediately. So I came back and I've been back since June of last year in town. I've done some work with a variety of different companies. Uh, I did some admin stuff for Fire and Smoke Productions, which is run by Bev Tan. It's a film studio out here that really does great work. Uh, I worked for a company called Old North Mark that no longer exists, and then uh, that became a company called Remark, uh, which I still actively do business with. And then recently, I finally like we've, we've been trying to find a good fit uh, how we could work together, but I finally started with Paradigm uh, earlier this year. So, mm. uh, yeah, so that's basically a <laughs> roundabout way of getting to where we're at now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so you've obviously work in a variety of different businesses and a variety of different industries and a variety of different fields. Um, so what have you felt like has worked really well for you in those areas and what hasn't worked super well? Because I know you talked about starting a Valley Trash company that didn't work super well and then now you're with Paradigm and it's kind of like 
Uh, I mean, a lock and key fits perfect for you. Yeah, so um, basically there's actually like three or four other companies set up for uh, startups and stuff that I work for in the meantime there. So there was a, there's a vape delivery company that was created about six months before they banned vape delivery. So that was a really, uh, that was a fun experience. Of, I was CMO for that, so coming up with an ad campaign, we had a really interesting uh, business model for that that I think really would have taken off had it not been illegal uh, shortly after. Um, I ran a website called, or still run, but it's kind of on hiatus, uh, a website called Master Self, which is self-improvement philosophy, that kind of stuff. And that, uh, at one point we had 10 writers, so I kind of learned how to manage uh, small teams of creatives. Um, that morphed in, or it was incorporated into a company called IM Media, which became a uh, collection of social media influencer, like bloggers or podcasters, stuff like that. And we produced uh, hundreds of hours of podcast content for a variety of different shows, as well as a uh, kind of large scale, what do you call it, a virtual conference, IonCon, last winter that we had over 30 speakers. Uh, that was pretty pretty cool. I was impressed with that one, how that turned out. but. Uh, basically, all the stuff that I ended up doing, uh, really figuring out how to work with creative people, how to manage and organize creative people, and then systematize a lot of that stuff. Uh, when I ended up starting a Paradigm, so much of that is what Paradigm needed because Sonny is the creative, right? He's going 100 miles an hour and working on 100 things at once. So me being much more of a like, let's pick one thing and do that one thing and make sure all the pieces fit. Uh, it, it works very well in that regard. I finally have a really good fit for my skill set where uh, rather than trying to start kind of a lot of the, the companies that I work with are very uh, idealistic in, in their essence. So the trying to make them down to earth and marketable has always been something that I struggle with. But Paradigm already is very much like functional and down to earth. So to be able to kind of bring the long term, like let's make this something amazing 10 years from now, that's that's a lot more of my skill set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of creative businesses could benefit from having um, a longevity mindset, right? And that's something that can be hard to hone in on um, based on what field you're in and what your creative assets are that, and where you are in the business, right? So mm -hmm. like being a startup versus kind of a well-oiled machine that just kind of needs um, someone to help them manage as they grow and expand and want to, um, you know, just really develop into all that they could be um, in the way that paradigm is at this point right now. Um, so what advice would you have for somebody who is building out their team and is looking for somebody with your mindset or um, is looking to change the way that they are approaching business as a creative entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. There's, I think the most important thing that I ever learned, uh, I believe it was Jim Collins in Good to Great said that I don't paraphrase, but uh, it really doesn't matter what your business does, as long as you find the right people. And it really doesn't matter what business you have. If you don't have the right people, you can't do anything right. If you do have the right people, you can do anything if you want. So one of the things that I really harp on, uh, and you spend, try and find a way to express what you or your company is doing as genuinely as possible. And you do this over as long a time as you can manage it, then you're going to attract the right people. And you, if you look at the, there's some of the things that we've done 
and some of the different uh, companies I've worked with, what they were at the beginning versus what they were at the end was so, so different and unlike what we started out thinking it would be. Because as you get new people, you need to pivot based on the people. You need to have enough of a plan that you know where you're gonna be 10 years from now, but how you get there is where the people come in, right? So finding ways to express yourself genuinely, attract the kind of people that are the right fits, and when you find them, figuring out how they all fit together. I like to look at it as they're very rarely bad people, but they're very often bad fits. And we so often try to fit people into roles that do not suit their talents or their skills. And it's just such a backwards way that we, we tend to do this. And most, I think most people do this because we hire for roles. We don't hire for people, right? Yeah. So if you start with the people and then find roles based on what they can do, and that assumes it's a good fit, but it's a little bit of a different perspective because some people say, hey, I want a graphic designer. It's like, okay, well, you may need a graphic designer, but really what you need is someone that understands your core values and fits into your team that also happens to be a graphic designer. And that's, I don't know, I, it, sometimes it sounds like I'm harping on semantics. Uh, that's one of the, one of my big goals is uh, semantic matter, but the, uh, there is a very distinct difference between those modalities of leading with tasks and leading with people, right? Because people can adapt, people can learn all kinds of stuff if you have the right people in a good environment. So I guess that's my, that would be my biggest thing, focus on the people first. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. And I'm so glad that you said it the way that you said it, because um, even for myself, like there are definitely people that I would like to have in my business, but I definitely want to find the right fit. All right, and so it's kind of a juggle of like, how do I do that? How do I find these people? Well, maybe I don't find them. Maybe they find me based on my messaging. Um, and so that's a really interesting way to put it. So that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, going back to something you said earlier, so you have done podcasting before. Um, so what role have you seen media like podcasting, like blogs play into the marketing strategy of creatives and just of businesses? I am glad you asked. Uh, so I can actually tie both of these things together now. Uh, so one of the things that we, originally when we got Ion Media, uh, I had my website and I wanted to figure out like, okay, well, right now I'm, I'm struggling to do all the physical act of marketing. I really don't, I don't have any zest for it. You know, I went to school for marketing. I really don't care for it. Um, because there's the manual act of marketing, like, hey, I'm gonna schedule out 40 tweets or 30 Instagram posts or whatever, write all the hashtags, I can't do it, I just can't. So what I figured was like, all right, well, there's gotta be an easier way to do this that actually feels good to do it instead of just like mechanically doing all this stuff. So what we figured was, well, what if we made a podcast where we just took all of these people who have their own brands already and put them together? And that was the Ionosphere. You know, that was our flagship show. And then we had a bunch of little offshoot shows for different things. Some people had their own shows, some people had like crossovers. But the idea was, and it was still a little uh, not very fleshed out in that stage. The idea was that we would combine these audiences that already exist. And if it's kind of like the Avengers, right? Like if you like Captain America, if you like Iron Man, you probably don't like the Avengers movie. So you get more out of that group than you get from the individuals. And that's something that we call century, which is the opposite of entropy that when you're bringing things together, there's a, something else that's created that you wouldn't get from separate parts, right? And so 
we kind of adapted this into our marketing strategy, which is uh, what we call marketing without marketing. It's gravity, right? Marketing with attraction. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times we look at doing uh, sales or marketing as this thing that you have to do where you're going out and you're trying to find people and you're trying to pull them in and like manually. And it's, it's clunky. It's, it's not, you can't really compete with, uh, let's say you're a, a local soda company. You can't compete with Coke when they have a hundred million dollars to throw at top of mind stuff. Or it says like, they don't, I don't know. I don't know what their conversion rate on spending a million dollars on the ad is, but it's gotta be less than, you know, I just not, it's not efficient, but they have the budget for it and they can just do it, okay. right? But for most people, especially creatives, we don't have huge giant budgets to just throw into advertising. So what if you did it without advertising at all? What if instead of paying for ads, trying to target all these things, you actually just built it around community stuff? So one of the initiatives that we started is uh, basically all of our partners that we work with, we're trying to get them set up with Facebook. The next stage of this is that we'll have everyone running uh, events. We currently have implemented this, but we're still kind of fleshing it out. Um, we do four events a month. These vary from like uh, pitch nights, founder roundtable, uh, guest speakers, that kind of thing. And the idea is that if we put on this quality content, that uh, if Paradigm wasn't involved, it would still be good to watch without a business purpose behind it. So we're providing value, right? But the people that come in and are interested, they join the Facebook groups, they come into the community. Well, it doesn't matter when, but they're gonna work with us eventually. You know, we wanna work with everyone and whether or not people are ready to is the question. Just when, right? So this, this is the gravity method where we basically just increase our, our mass or kind of attractive force by just making good stuff. We're putting out, you know, every time you do a uh, podcast, you get easy video content. You get uh, to tie in with the networks of the people that are featured. And if we can start getting uh, groups of people that are all running these events, well, then we get the crossover effect, right? We get communities of scale is what we call it, mm -hmm. where everybody feeds into everybody else's thing. And so that's, um, that's what I'm really passionate about because I think like traditional marketing, traditional advertising is so repulsive. It's like, I don't know, you just wouldn't like, it's the same thing like if you think of uh, like a pickup artist, you guy at a bar, he's trying to figure out what he has to say, get you to like him. It's the same thing with marketing. People, there are people saying, oh, they like, I'll think of this clever thing, then they'll buy my stuff. It's like, no, just make good stuff. Yeah. Have cool conversations, talk to people. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, I think that's a shift we're going to see more of uh, in the future as we move from these big top-down hierarchical businesses that are monolithic and have infinite money to throw in all kinds of stuff. And they don't even care if it, if it hits or not because they can just pour money into it. Everyone now, we're moving towards small businesses and not even just small businesses, but like decentralized, flatter, more personal kind of firms. Yeah. And I think that's where everything's going to go. Yeah. I think it's inevitable. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the hope. I mean, that's my hope, you know, um, because small businesses, I mean, they're the backbone of a lot of communities, not these big corporations. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You gave me a lot to chew on. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, but thank you for coming out today. Thank yeah, you for thank hanging you out with me at VentureX. Awesome co-working space here in RTP. 
Um, this is Garrett Daily of Paradigm. Like this video if you liked it. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys in the next video.